Hello everyone and welcome to episode 11 of Positive in Pro Wrestling. I'm your host, Oliver Newman, author of A Fan's Perspective, 2016, what a year to be a fan of WWE, and A Fan's Perspective, One Man's Exploration of British Wrestling, both available on paperback and Kindle via Amazon now. And of course, I'm a proud member here at Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. So yeah, on this week's show, we're going to be talking about some WrestleMania week event. This week's 205 Live, NXT, Impact Wrestling, and I was able to get along to Pro Wrestling Subjective Falls Hold on Sunday as well. So we'll be talking about that. So without any further ado, let's get to it. I wanted to watch Impact Wrestling versus Lucha Underground, and I, I set it up on Twitch. Unfortunately, the commentary is ahead of the match, so it's very difficult to watch knowing what's going to happen kind of thing. So I've, I, have, I haven't watched it. Uh, I can't watch it. I don't want to watch, uh, you know, with the, the volume muted. So it's really unfortunate because I was looking forward to watching that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what the issue was or is, but it made it difficult for me to watch that show. And I'm, I'm gutted that I wasn't able to really. So moving swiftly on to the WB Hall of Fame. A uh, really long show, four and a half hours, uh, lots of good stories, lots of, you know, fun and entertainment, definitely. Um, I thought Hill, Hillbilly Jim came across really well. Uh, Ivory as well, I, I liked her and um, her story about giving Lillian Garcia a, a frog splash that Eddie Guerrero would have been proud of or the Guerrero family would have been proud of was uh, was quite funny. So yeah, lots to you know to entertain you if you've got four and a half hours to spare. Um, the Hall of Fame was a good watch. You know the the fact that Goldberg became a wrestling fan again uh, is pretty cool because he was very business like during his WWE run and WB run the first time round. So yeah, and it's it's worth checking out. Uh, it's it's just whether you've got the time to spare really. So. Um, yeah, that kind of finishes up my WrestleMania week. So we can get to the, uh, you know, post-WrestleMania week now. Uh, unfortunately, I can't watch Raw and SmackDown. Uh, be a month behind because of the network. They really need to update that, in all honesty. Um, it'd be cool if you could watch Raw and SmackDown, say, a few days after the live shows have taken place on the network. Uh, that would be really good. I would really be a proponent of that. Yeah, so the, you know, Raw After Mania and SmackDown Live After Mania and stuff, I'm, I'll probably check them out in a month's time and then I'll, I'll kind of let you know where I stand from there. So, yeah, let's get to the network shows. The first network show is 205 Live. Um, so what's, what's what was positive on this show? I like Drew Gulak's new serious character, and he had a you know pretty good match against Mark Andrews as well. Uh, Tony Nice in the, the pre-match interview was... You know, I, I wonder, um, and I'm kind of hopeful that the, the fans will get behind Nice. You know, Nice came out for the save after Gulak refused to let go of the the submission on Mark Andrews. So, um, hoping that Nice is, uh, can get the crowd behind him. That would be quite good. Brian Kendrick's back. The Brian Kendrick's back. So, that's amazing. Really happy to see him again. Um 
you know, his his uh, facial expressions and his you know his expressions in general when uh, Jake Maverick said about not retaliating against the day over time because he, he put him out on the injury list was uh, was quite was quite funny to see. So um, it'll be it'd be good to see where they go from there. Really, it's such a important part of two hundred five live. So I'm really happy that Brian Kendrick's back, and then. Uh, Cedric Alexander's title celebration. Uh, Drake Maverick was fantastic in in not building up exactly what this meant. Mustafa Ali came out, and I was like, "Wow, is is Mustafa Ali going to turn on on Cedric? And he might do in the future." I I had that the other way around, and and I had Mustafa Ali winning the title, didn't I, at WrestleMania, if you remember correctly? And then, uh, you know, Buddy Murphy comes out of nowhere and hits his Murphy's Law finisher. Well, on the title, sorry. And that was a great way to end 205 Live. You've got Alexander, Ali, Maverick and Murphy look as, you know, as good as possible. Um, And, yeah, you've got Showtime, Percy Watson on the commentary team. And um, he's going to be added to that. And Nigel McGuinness is, is off for a couple of weeks. And then the... The information that's come through from that is that Nigel's a new dad. So congratulations to him. And uh, yeah, that's 205 Live. Uh, NXT. Um, Kyrie Sane against Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans really impressed me in this match. And Kyrie Sane is, you know, she's amazing, isn't she? But Lacey Evans really shone in this match. And she's got a, a huge upside, a great character pretty decent uh, in-ring skills as well and improving all the time so uh, a lot of potential uh, and it should be really good to see what she you know see what happens from here yeah the the clips of the authors of pain and the the iconics getting the call up uh, no way jose as well um the authors of pain debuting on raw and then moving away from paul othering is a really interesting because Paul Ellering put them together in the first place. Uh, Shayna Baszler's interview backstage was really well done as well. Ember Moon debuting on Raw. Yeah, and, uh, you know, really happy for the Iconics. Uh, They've been the Iconic duo in NXT, and they've really deserved this call-up for the longest time. So um, I'm really happy for them, and we'll see what they do on uh, SmackDown Live. And then I really enjoyed the, the main event between Heavy Machinery and uh, Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli. I thought that was a really fun main event. And then um, War Raiders, who are formerly War Machine, uh, Rowan Hansen, you know, um, attacked both teams and it ends in a, in a no contest. But it was a really good uh, main event match. And I really enjoyed every second of it. And then with the ending, it's uh, it kind of... You know, it, it leaves it open-ended of exactly what's going to happen in the tag team division. And War Raiders are a good addition. And, uh, you know, Heavy Machinery and Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli are, are there as well. And I'm glad Moss and Sabatelli are still going as a tag team because I, I like them. I think they're really good. So, yeah, uh, moving on to Impact Wrestling. And I liked the opening segment with Eli Drake. I think he's he's absolutely fantastic on the microphone. The fans desperately want to cheer him, but he's got the crowd control to shut them down and still stay in character. And I think that's absolutely amazing. 
um, Conan and Eli, you know, going back and forth, and then Eli uh, announcing that his tag team partner is going to be uh, Scott Steiner uh, for the Redemption Tag Team Title match. Is uh, you know, it's an interesting addition um and obviously uh, it, it'll just be a really interesting match to watch if we're uh, you know lucky enough to be able to watch redemption in some shape or form on a you know british tv here in the uk so i'm looking forward to it. i thought it was a really good segment uh, normally in uh talking segments to open the show you can kind of get lost in it but i I really enjoyed every second of this it was really really good the innovator of violence Tommy dream yeah that should be a really good match you know a six-man house of hardcore match at redemption so and then um josh Matthews against pete williams pete williams had talked about this on his teleconference uh call a few weeks ago that he'd like to take on josh Matthews and stuff so this was all just the lead into Pete Williams versus Matt Seidel and to build up that feud, really. So, job done in that instance, I think. Yeah, and the Demons Dance Rosemary against Tyre was, you know, like a no DQ, no counter kind of match. And they they really, you know, went after it. It was, it was fantastic in, in terms of the brutality and and the, everything you can imagine. The hatred was there and... The fact that the match ended with a pile driver by Rosemary uh, on tyre through a table was uh, was outstanding, really. A great way to end the match. So uh, I don't know where that's that's going to go after that because I hope that isn't the end of the feud. And then to, to end the show, they went back to the Impact versus Lucha Underground. And like I said, unfortunately, earlier in the, this uh, show, I unfortunately haven't been able to watch it because of the the timing issues on commentary and stuff. Yeah, it looked really, it looked like a really good show as well, which is really annoying. Um, and yeah, set for the Redemption pay per view is the House of Hardcore match with Ohio versus everything. Dave, Chris, Jake, Chris, and Sammy Callahan. Versus the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, Moose, and anything is possible, Eddie Edwards. Knockouts title match is Sue Young versus the champion, Ali. Impact tag team title match is Eli Drake and Scott Steiner against LAX. X Division title match, a match that could steal the show, is uh, Canadian Destroyer Pete Williams versus champion. Matt Seidel and another match that could steal the show is Pentagon Jr. of Lucha Underground Phoenix from Lucha Underground against Austin Aries so uh, yeah uh, an enjoyable show this week a lot of groundwork's been put down for the Redemption pay-per-view which like I said hopefully we're lucky enough to be able to watch it here in the UK so yeah enjoyable uh, episode of Impact Wrestling this week. And then last but no means least, it is Pro Wrestling Subjective Falls Hold. So uh, we had a four-man tournament featuring Steve Valentino, Corey Johnson, Saul Adams, and 21st Century Hero. So going back to the, the first match. Uh, Corey Johnson really impressed me in the in the first match. He's part of a tag team with with Nate and the, the usual suspects. So when he was put into a singles role in this tournament, um, I've never seen him as a singles wrestler. So it was really interesting for me. I thought his trash talking with the fans was on point. 
his in-ring performance was was pretty good as well. And and obviously with Steve Valentino, one of the most popular uh, competitors in pro wrestling subjective, it was always going to be a fun match. And uh, yeah, really impressed by by Corey Johnson and uh, you know Steve Valentino picks up the win with a frog splash and advances in the four man pro wrestling subjective title tournament. I should say at this point, and probably should have said it before, that the outlaw Jesse Jones had to relinquish the title because he was uh, taken out ill before the show. Um, and unfortunately, since that moment, the the illness is one that is going to stop him from stepping foot in a professional wrestling ring again. And he's had to retire, which is absolutely gutting because he was such a fantastic champion and one of the hottest talents on the UK scene. I had, you know, I thought he would reach uh, WWE UK, NXT, maybe even Raw and SmackDown, to be honest. He had youth on his side and, um, you know, he was getting better with every match. So it was so unfortunate, but it's completely understandable that a person's health has to come before wrestling. So, um, yeah, I just want to take this time to, to wish Jesse Jones the, the best in, in the future. And hopefully we, uh, we cross paths again and, you know, um, yeah, I just wish you the best really. Nightshade and, and Shax finally, uh, met after the, at fourth, we march show and, Shaq's finally got a comeuppance when her cane, which she used in the previous match, rebounded off the ropes and hit her in the face. And then uh, Nightshade followed up with a roundhouse kick to the face and won the match. Uh, and since we're talking about the positive, it's not necessarily going to be a review, this one. So Harry Cruz's mystery partner was the judge and they went up against Alter Ego, uh, which is the, the most entertaining team that I've seen um, definitely on the Midlands uh, wrestling scene. 2K and CJ Rawlings took on Harry Cruz and the judge, and judge obviously had uh, gone against Cruz in the previous match. And and then he was like, oh, okay, um, I want to tag with him. He, he turns on Cruz in the end, which is no surprise to, to people who know the judge as a character. But the, the absolute true shock happens after the match as Lauren uses the judge's gavel and smacks it around Cruz's face to turn on him as well. This shocked me so much that I didn't actually see it take place because I was writing down the results for the show. And yeah, and I just saw the aftermath. So absolutely uh, shocking. And um, Athena Fury and, and Sean O'Shea have got a long... But, you know, hit backstory and, and history. So, um, you know, she attacked Sean O'Shea backstage and took her out of the PWS women's title picture. And Sean O'Shea came back for revenge and was on her way to getting it until uh, Fury hits Shay in the face with her ring helmet and picks up the win. So uh, somebody's got to stop her from using her you know weapons of of choice and 
you know, the the person who's able to do that, the, the lady who's able to do that, sorry, will be the one who takes the title away from Athena Fury. And then on to the, the main event, which was the Captain Steve Valentino versus Simply Sensational Saul Adams. This is probably the best main event they could do, uh, given the circumstances. Uh, this had many twists and turns, including the referee being knocked down. Valentino fights all the odds and wins the match with his frog splash to become the new pro wrestling subjective champion. Um, so yeah, this is this is probably the best outcome. But considering the the outlaw Jesse Jones was, you know, like a hero to the fans and stuff, I I would have gone with like. Simply sensational Saul Adams. Just to shake up the the title picture, really. But um, I understand the reasons why the pro wrestling subjective title went to Steve Valentino. He's really popular with the fans. And, you know, to lose one really popular wrestler, to put it on another, is, uh, you know, that's a really um, fair and just decision really so um okay um so then just to wrap up my match of the week i'm gonna go with rosemary versus tire valkyrie in the demons dance match i thought they they really worked hard and and uh, you know they could ten- you could sense the hatred and and everything that they built up and the pile driver through the table was was pretty fantastic, really. And then the segment of the week, I'm going to go with um, the iconic uh, debuting on SmackDown Live. I know I don't, uh, you know, watch SmackDown Live, but I saw it through uh, NXT, didn't I? So I'm going to go with that. So, yeah, this is Oliver Newman, author of A Fan's Perspective 2016, What a Year to Be a Fan of WWE and a fan's perspective one man's exploration of british wrestling available on Pegback and kindle now and proud member at broken but glorious wrestling podcast signing off thanks everyone bye for now